Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Good morning, Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230. That thing is so loud. That's what makes it throw me off. I'm telling you, that throws me off because it's anyway, it's so loud. Uh, yeah, but okay. Good morning, Cincinnati. When it's not loud, I go through flawless. You got to watch those levels. Yes. All right. You need to turn on them headphones. No, the headphones are fine. You got the headphones phones turned up to heaven over there. Headphones are fine. They sound good. You can't get any better than Bose. Uh, L-E-S-T-L-E-S. Nestle's makes the very best. Chocolate. Well, anyway, Nestle's is closing an infant formula factory because guess why you think they're closing the factory? It's over in in Ireland, and that's where they ship their baby formula to China. But the birth rate in China is dropping so much, till they don't even need to be open anymore. Yeah, they're not having babies in China like they used to. Yeah. They're not having babies. In 2016, they had like 18 million, of 2009, 18 million babies um, born in China. But uh, from 2008, Nine to 2016, and now it's dropped like to nine million. That's a lot of babies not being born. Yeah. From 18 million per year to 2016 to fewer than nine million projected in 2023. That's a lot of babies not being born. And so they've, hey, we got to close the plant. They don't need our formula anymore. Issue 19. Yeah, boy, Cincinnati people and Hamilton County, you got a lot of issues on the ballot coming up. Issue 19, voters will decide on a levy renewal for the zoo. 
Now, this is not an increase. They wanted an increase, but the commissioner says, nah, baby, nah, no increase. And so they just want a renewal, which I think should be doable. You got to feed the tigers. You got to feed the elephants. You got to feed the penguins. You got to feed them. A couple other things. The uh, Republicans, we're talking about not the Republicans at the Capitol, but Republicans in general are getting frustrated on this Speaker of the House deal. And they're saying, hey, get your act together. And this could come back to hurt the Republicans in 24. Because believe me, the Democrats are gathering all this footage of all these votes and nothing's getting accomplished because of Republicans squabbling among themselves. This is great commercial fodder here. Oh, man. This is some great stuff they'll be able to use. (laughs) From McCarthy to Jordan, great stuff. Great stuff. And if the Democrats don't take advantage of this, I don't know what to say for them. I do not know what to say if they don't take advantage of this. A few other things. Oh, yeah, I was glad to see that. Well, I mean, if he's innocent, I'm glad he was acquitted on charges related to the uh, woman's assault. This firefighter, black firefighter, uh, acquitted on charges involving an assault of a woman. Guy's name is Brandon Freeman. He was accused in February of grabbing a woman's neck, slamming her into the wall. And they also said he cleaned up blood at the crime scene once he knew there was a police investigation. And he was given an $11,000 bond. But then uh, he was placed... Uh, At first, he was placed on unpaid leave before being placed on desk duty February 7th. So I guess he was getting paid all the while. I hope he was. If not, I'm wondering if they're going to give him back pay since he was acquitted. Huh? Let's hope so. If he didn't do it, then he shouldn't be punished for it. That's all I'm saying. If he didn't do it, why make this guy lose his livelihood and everything else? So um, we'll see what happens. Now Jim Jordan wants to try again. (laughs) He wants to try again to become the House Speaker. Give it up. Well, how many times did that the other guy tried. It was like three or four times before he was finally. But people don't like Jim Jordan, just plain and simple. He's not the most likable guy in the House of Representatives. And one person who voted against him said they had got death threats. 
One of the reps who voted, one of the Republicans who voted against him got death threats. Man. Crazy. <laughs> these folks, I'm telling you, these politicians, politics in America has just been derailed. I mean, it never used to be like this. It just, and it all started with Donald Trump. Simple as that. All this crap started with Donald Trump. Even with Obama, they hated Obama, but it was nothing like this. Donald Trump made people get crazy. They just started acting crazy in politics and out of politics. Yeah, he's the devil. Donald Trump is as close to the devil we're going to get right there. He, Donald Trump is the devil. Because one person shouldn't be able to turn people into crazies like, we, like we're seeing now. People are doing stuff they never did before. And it all started with Donald Trump. I'm telling you. If you think back on this stuff, all this stuff you're hearing now, none of this stuff happened before Donald Trump got in there. And for people to continue to support this idiot, I, I, I just don't understand. <laughs> I just don't understand why they continue to support him. It's crazy. Uh, let's see. Uh, people are just saying we're not seeing many marijuana ads for or against issue two. Yeah. Uh, while both ads for and against issue one's abortion amendment are all over television, there are few, perhaps zero, marijuana ads advocating for or against issue two. Have you seen any? I have not seen any TV ads that said vote for issue two. And I haven't seen any that said vote no or yes on issue two. So... Will people even know what? Some people may not even know what issue two is when they get to the ballot. And when they see how much there is to read, <laughs> you know, they might vote the wrong way. I don't know. I'm a yes on issue one and a yes on issue two. Don't ask me about 22. Oh, speaking of 22, remember the other day when uh, Tom Brinkman called into the show after he heard me announce that there was going to be meetings at the recreation centers? He was fired up. And yes, he did file a lawsuit to stop it. Yeah. 
A former state representative is asking for a taxpayer lawsuit to stop the community workshop focused on the sale of the railroad. Yeah, uh, former Republican lawmaker Tom Brinkman alleges the workshops and the city's Cincy on track spending plan violate the city charter ban on using public money for the passage or defeat of a ballot issue. So he's saying these uh these forums that they're going to have the three forums, he's saying they're 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 illegal, and he's filing a lawsuit to stop them. The city announced it would host three community workshops to inform the public about the potential sale of the Southern Railway to learn more about community budget priorities. In his letter, Brinkman's attorney says the spending plan and public meetings scheduled ahead of the November 7th election are tied directly to the ongoing vote on issue 22 and in turn violate Article Article 12, Section 3 of the Cincinnati Charter. Maybe that's Article 13. Yes. Anyway, whatever. He says it violates Section 3 of the city charter. Uh, the timing of these activities together with the lack of any objectivity clearly support the conclusion as to their singular purpose. Support and advance the passage of the ballot issue on the proposed sale of the Cincinnati Railway uh, Railway. The letter says. So um, will they be able to stop it? It's the first one is Saturday. First one is Saturday over at the Evanston Recreation Center. Saturday. (laughs) So. Will he be able to stop it? I plan on going. I had planned on going to that meeting just to see what was going on. But maybe he he might be able to stop it. I kind of doubt it. If I were you and I were going, I would still plan on going to the meeting. I don't think he's going to be able to stop it. I mean, it's just an informational meeting to answer people's questions. That's all it is. Although it's on city property, still, they're citizens. They need to know some answers. So I can't see how he's going to stop this. I don't think he'll be able to stop it. The meeting will go on. As usual. So it starts at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock this coming Saturday morning. And I think that one was at the Evanston Recreation Center. Let me, I have to find my little uh, announcement here. And I can't find it right away, but I'm thinking it's Evanston. And here we go. Hold on. I can tell you for sure. Coming up. Coming up. Coming up. Oh, jeez. 
and it is at the Evanston Recreation Center, 3204 Woodburn Avenue, from 10 a.m. to noon, this coming Saturday. So, I would say it's still on, and you should show up and hear what they have to say. But Tom Brinkman was fired up, and he he, he said it wasn't right, and he's filing a suit to stop it. Yeah. He was fired up to call in on the Lincoln Ware show. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He's never called in before. But when he heard me, when he heard me announce the meetings, I guess that was all he could take. And he went ahead, try to stop it. All right, we're going to take a break and then we'll come back. My number is 513-749-1230. You want to jump on board? Want to hear what you have to say about our representatives in Washington, D.C.? Well, mainly the Democrats are behaving. It's those damn Republicans that don't know how to act. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 1230, the buzz. Ha, ha. Ain't nothing I can say. Nothing I can do. I feel so bad. Yeah. 1230, WDBZ. I feel so blue. We are the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware. It's Thursday. Yes. And let's go downtown to the Crime Stopper headquarters and check in with my good friend, Lisa Baker. How are you today? Uh, click her button. There we go. All right. How are you today? I'm good, Lincoln, where I was saying I missed your intro and I was strolling and I know how you like to highlight news stories. And the first story I see as I'm trying to catch up with you is, Teacher accused of raping 12-year-old boy claims to be pregnant with victim's child. I'm like, what the world is uh, happening, Lincoln? Well, I did. I ran across that, and I didn't have it in my first group of headlines. But I know. They, I tell you, the whole world is going crazy. It's going baddie. I'm like. I'm t- I was just talking about I, I, And it all started with Donald Trump. <laughs> it all started <laughs> with I'm Donald Trump. I'm telling you, it all started with him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, yeah, that's that's a crazy story right there. Lincoln, we're looking for two people. The first one, Donta Smith. Donta Smith, he's wanted on not one, but four counts of breaking and entering in District 2. Donta Smith is a black male. He's 49 years old, 5'11", 162 pounds. He has a history of domestic violence, theft, and other breaking and entering charges. He was last known to live on Alaska Avenue in Avondale. That's Donta Smith. We're also looking for Casey Coleman. She's wanted for breaking and entering and escape. Casey Coleman is a white female, 36 years old, 5'4", 180 pounds. Casey Coleman has a history of prostitution, theft, and drug charges, last known to live on Glen Ridge in Avondale. So if any of the listeners know where detectives can find Donta Smith, the hotline's ringing. Oh, yeah. Or Casey Coleman, give Crime Stoppers a call, 513-352-3040. All right, somebody's calling in a tip. Somebody's calling in. (laughs) All right, we'll talk to you later. 
Yes, thanks, Lincoln. All right, let's Lisa Baker, Crime Stoppers. Uh, want to tell you a little bit about the 513 Relief Bus rolling through Hamilton County as usual and helping residents with services that they can use. 513 Relief Bus will be at the uh, St. Monica Community Center in Lincoln Heights on Tuesday. And then, uh, no, they'll be there Monday, St. Monica, Monday. Then on Tuesday, they'll be at the Word of Deliverance. And it'll be from 10 to 3. So if you can't make uh, uh, make it over to the St. Monica Center in Lincoln Heights, just head on over to Forest Park at the Word of Deliverance. And uh, you'll be good to go on Tuesday. 513relief.org. That's where you can go uh, if you need more information. All right. There you go. Uh, I'm listening. You know, uh, I'm reading some of these um, Facebook Live posts. And here's one that caught my eye from Nate Livingston. It says, there's still some unfair treatment of black girls and women. Look how the black community embraced Cam Hardy as an up-and-coming young black leader versus how they're trying to give Ashley Harp a huge loss. It's not right. (laughs) First of all, when did people embrace Cam Hardy as an up-and-coming black leader? When did that happen? Did I miss something? (laughs) Okay. I like Cam. He's a nice guy. But I don't know if I ever looked at him as an up-and-coming black leader. I don't know. But maybe he is. Maybe. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, boy. Uh, Unbelievable. And there's a uh, meeting tonight at the uh, Colored Women's Federated Clubhouse right there at 1010 Chapel Street. And uh, I guess it's a, a... uh, candidates forum is what they're having. And they said they're going to ask the tough questions. And we ask, we will ask the hard questions. Okay. They're not going to throw softballs at them. They're going to throw the fastball. Yeah. Right down the middle. Asking the tough questions tonight. So we'll see. That's on Chapel Street, 6 o'clock. The Colored Women's Federated Clubhouse. That's a nice little house there. Yeah. And they own the house. How about that? They, they've, been own, they've owned the house since when? The 1900s. Early 1900s when the black women got their money together and bought it. How about that? In the 1900s. These were black women in the 1900s. Bought that house over there on Chapel Street, which back in those days was worth a lot of money. It was a lot of money for black women to come up with to buy a house. Yes. All right. We'll take a break and then we'll come back and we'll go to the phones. I promise you. I promise you we'll do that. 513-749-1230. The Lincoln Ware Show. 1230. The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware with you till one o'clock this afternoon. Lincoln Ware, and boy, I tell you, reading these, uh, uh, this Facebook Live, these folks are off the chain. Let me tell you, we've got a lot going on, 
And man, civilians stream into the hospital after another blast in the southern Gaza. And man, why don't they just have a ceasefire? Could we have a ceasefire over there? Is that possible? Can we have a ceasefire? I just don't know why they can't work this thing out at the peace table. Sit around the table and work it out. Neither side wants to give. Neither side wants to give. All right, let's go to Tracy. Hey, Tracy, how you doing? Hi, Lincoln. How you doing? I'm doing all right, Tracy. What's on your mind? Well, first, congratulations on everything. Oh, is this Tracy Artis? No, oh, no, okay. this is Tracy Barnes. Okay, how you doing, Tracy Barnes? Fine, fine, fine. I do have, I do have a comment. Yes, and thank you oh. for the congratulations. Thank you. Oh yes, yes, you're you're consistently positive, and that's rare in this world. Well, uh, some people don't think I am, but uh, thank you for saying that. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. <laughs> oh, well, well, I had a comment. They were talking about um, the black community, how people didn't know they were black, didn't know how to act black. They need to throw all that out the window because realistically, when our children grow up and go to get a job, it's not black land. It's not the Cosby show, the old yeah. cartoon Cosby show when they go to get a job. Yes. The global environment. First of all, you need to have your child respect themselves, respect others. Teach, just speak proper English. Don't ask. Don't ask the question. Ask a question. Right. Speak in complete sentences. <laughs> with, right. But for some people, they yeah. say that's selling out. They're talking white. Yeah. I've heard it myself. Yeah. Yeah. But right. We right. do have so, an issue with that. Some people have issues with that in the black community. You're right. I hear you. Right, right. And also, as far as people moving out to the suburbs with their kids, I moved from Westwood to Westchester. In Westwood, in Westwood, they actually lowered the standards. They don't try to bring your child up. They lowered the standards so your child meets it, and so they pass those tests. Mm. Out here, out in Lakota, they bring your child up to the standards that exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they do the same in Sycamore, um, Mason schools, which, and poor bless her heart, the superintendent of Cincinnati schools, she didn't come with no magic wand. She did not come with a magic wand. And if they got one, they need mm-hmm. to give it to her. Yep. That, right. She's that, not going to be it, able to change this overnight. I hear you. No. Right, right. No, no. And in order for it to work, everybody has to cooperate with her for it to work. Yes, yes. Right. And everybody is not going to be in agreement on every level. So, but, but um, it's just, it's just a mess. Yeah. For, I, I hope for, she sticks around. I hope she stays, you know, it's going to be tough going for her. And because we want instant gratification, we want instant results. And that's just not going to happen in a school this size uh, with all the different types of people 
you have coming into the school that you have to accept, and uh, that's just the way it is. Right, right, right. And also, I just have one question about the railroad. Yes. <laughs> Was anybody interested or in following the railroad? The railroad. Oh gosh. He's in my head. I Stephon's know, I know. Stefan's in your head. Yeah, he can, he, he, he can get in your head and have you saying the same thing he says. But I know what right. you're talking about. You're talking about the right. railroad, and you're saying, was anybody interested in, in the, the city owning the railroad or even selling the railroad until this all became public? Right. Yeah. Right. And now they're acting like they was meeting in secret and trying to keep stuff from them. <laughs> well, they were meeting in secret pretty much, and nobody knew about the meetings. They were doing that. So they did try to spring this on everybody all of a sudden, thinking, okay, nobody will say much about it, and we'll run it through, and it'll be done. But uh, uh, people started to look at that $1.6 billion. When, you, when, you, when you're talking about a lot of money like that, People listen and people take notice because they're wondering who's getting it and where are they going to spend it and am I going to get some of it? Right, right, right. Well, while they worried about all that, somebody needs to be thinking, how can we get elected to that board or to that forum so we have an official voice? Well, you can't get elected. You're appointed. And oh. uh, I think the mayor appoints people to that, uh, to that board. Ah. Yes, yes. Well, Marcus will take care of that. He's already at AFCAP's <laughs> door. Maybe it's a garbage can, too. We oh, don't know. Boy. Unbelievable. All right. <laughs> Tracy, thanks for your call. Love you, Lincoln. Take care. All right. And by the way, hold on, Tracy. Which way are you yes. voting on the railroad? I live in Butler County. Oh, okay. All right. But, so. Right. right. But, but I would vote to hold on to it because there may be a better opportunity yeah. in the future. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for your call. All right. Tracy lives in Butler County. And she said she would vote no on selling the railroad way out in Butler County. Yes. Uh, Damon Lynch says one guy has been on that board since 1984. So I guess there's no time limits on how long you can stay. See, that's why they, they need to come up with some new uh, rules for the board. There should be a time limit. I mean, on some of the regular boards, nonprofit boards around, uh, you know, there's time limits. And I guess there's no time limit on the railroad board. Who in the hell's been on there since 84, Damon Lynch? <laughs> Who has been on there since 84? That's an awful long time. Yes. All right. Let's go to the White Lion. Yes, sir. How you doing today? Pretty good. What's up? Uh, you know, I was going to call in today, and I was going to talk about that Democratic insurrection you guys had yesterday at the Capitol. About what now? Uh, you, didn't, you didn't see the pro-Palestine insurrection the Democratic Party had at the U.S. Capitol yesterday? Uh, I didn't see that, but I heard about it. Okay. Well, we need to check into that because, no, you know, I'm told nobody's above the ball. And, and you what, know, what did the sign say? What did the sign say? What? What sign? You I don't should, know. They was up there talking about killing Jews and storming the Capitol, stopping proceedings. It looked like January 6th to me, but, you know, 
I feel like since, you know, like you said this morning, the devil, Donald Trump, wasn't involved. Ain't nothing much going to happen to him about it. Well, you know, apparently it, it wasn't a big deal because I just don't see any headlines about it. I'm looking at even on uh, Fox, there's no headline about it. So apparently it was much ado about nothing. Uh-huh. And then, you know, I wanted to talk about that, that rocket that hit the, the hospital over there. Uh, come to find out it was the, the terrorist rocket that hit a parking lot next to the hospital. That all that propaganda that's being pushed out by, you know, your MSNBC, CNN, uh, that was false. And I feel like, you know, at some point, you know, this false or uh, the, the lies that these journalists are putting out here, you've got to be held accountable for that. Because it's causing, you can't keep putting fake news well, out I there. I mean, wait, who told you that's what it was? Where did you hear that that was what it was? Uh, well, is, is that MSNBC, an, is that well, that's official? exactly how the insurrection happened yesterday. Your buddy, what, what's her name? Uh, she's one of the squad members at Talib. Uh She was up there crying. Now, mind you, she should win a Grammy for that uh, up there on Oscar. Uh, she She's up there crying saying, uh, you know, this hospital was hit. This hospital was hit uh, by the Jewish, uh, you know, what, Israel. Blah, blah. Well, come to find out, that's not what happened. It's all, it's all fake. It's all, we're being pushed. I'm going to tell you right now, Lincoln, America's walking into a trap with this Israeli war. Well, you know, uh, I just wish we could stay out of it. It's uh, a trap. I agree with you. It's a trap. Somebody has to come in there and try to negotiate peace between the two because they can't do it by themselves. Sure. That's going to be a task there in itself. Hey, with Halloween being right around the corner, Lincoln, I want to ask you a question. Do you believe in ghosts and have you ever had an experience with a ghost i'm not really i don't no. believe in ghosts and i never had no. an experience with ghosts yeah okay, no. <laughs> okay. Right. thanks for your call White yes sir all right no i don't believe there's a ghost behind me right now and this ghost is an angel <laughs> yes that's the only ghost i know I've heard of Casper the Friendly Ghost. Now, if I did run into a ghost, I would want him to be Casper the Friendly Ghost. I don't want an evil ghost. Unbelievable. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati. Joe Biden is going to give an address tonight uh, to the nation at eight o'clock. He's going to talk about Israel and Ukraine. Yes, in prime time tonight, Joe Biden going to talk to the people. I hope he gets a little rest because when he doesn't get rest, uh, yeah. It's sort of like he's mumbling. You can tell when he needs sleep, when he's got some sleep and he's feeling good, you can understand what he's saying. But with no rest, we're going to get them, and we're going to give them aid in Israel. So come on, Biden, get a nap. Get a nap. We'll. See what's going on at 8 o'clock. Talking about Israel and Ukraine. How many more fronts 
can we be on? How many more fronts can we handle here in the United States? Uh, what's what happens when China invades Taiwan? We're gonna have to take the USS Ike and move it out and move it to Taiwan or what? Of course, we've got many aircraft carriers, but still. I don't know how many fronts we can hold down in this country. Europe has to step up. Why do we have to take the heavy load all the time? I think the U.K. needs to do more. Yeah. Somebody said, rest has nothing to do with who he, with who he is. <laughs> he is who he is. Now, rest does have a lot to do with it, I'm telling you. And even on 60 Minutes, they says when he doesn't get rest, his stuttering comes back. He starts to stutter again without rest. So we'll see. 8 o'clock tonight, your president, our president, We'll be here. We'll address the nation and talk about what we're doing in Ukraine and what we're doing in Israel. Yes. All right, let's go to the Pharaoh. Pharaoh, how you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, Lincoln. Yeah, Lincoln, you were singing that song, uh, in the S-T-L-E-S, Chocolate. Yeah. You remember the dog. That song. Yeah, the big dog. What's the name of the, his name. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Cleo or Powerful. What was it? Powerful. Okay. All right. Anyway, Lincoln, what I called about is that what is the the symbol? What is the Jewish symbol they have on their flag? It's like the Star of David. The Star of David. You know what that really is? That is two pyramids. Yeah. Upside. upside yeah. Down. Upside down. Yes. To make people believe that they had something to do with building the pyramid. I don't know whether that's it. I just yeah, don't know. Because, see, people go by that, uh, what's that movie, uh, The Ten Commandments. And, you know, yeah. that they built, the pyramids were built with slave labor. When the pyramids were built over a period of 20 years of people who could not work because of the flooding of the Nile, Nile River. They put themselves in service. They hired themselves out to work for the government. So in the off-season, when they couldn't work as farmers in order to earn income, they hired themselves out to the government. And over a 20-year period, they built the three pyramids. The first one was from the Great Pyramid. It's from the Pharaoh Khufu. The second pyramid, second largest pyramid, is from Khufu's son, Khafre. And the third pyramid, the smallest pyramid, is from Khufu's grandson, Minkare. That's who built the pyramid. These so-called Johnny-come-lately Jews <laughs> had nothing to do well, with I, any I, pyramid. To this day, I still think they had some help from uh, the aliens oh, came no, down. Because you see those pictures, those hieroglyphics oh, and all that stuff. All I'm saying. You got to watch that uh, documentary there. These people had nothing to do with building 
pyramids. If they had built any pyramids, they would have tried to build pyramids in Israel. Yeah. But they never built any in Israel because you know why those pyramids don't sink, Lincoln? You know, back in America, they build a building, it stands hundreds of years or so. After a while, they have to tear it down called building starts to lean or whatever. You know why those pyramids don't, don't, don't sink? Why? Because they are built in the center of the earth. The Egyptians understood that. They were built in the center of the earth where it is the strongest. That is the strongest. The longitude and latitude lines that, makes, that points to the center of the earth is right there at the Giza Plateau where the pyramids are built. Yeah. That is the center of the earth. This is why they do not sink. But you hear the Jews mention their name, Judaism. Do you know, Lincoln, they even changed the name. That was a name that come about in the middle 1700s. You know what the name was called before? It was called Judaism. These Johnny-come-lately Jews changed it. What? It was Hebrewism from the Ethiopians who came into that land when it was called Canaan. It was called Hebrewism. Uh-oh. Don't get the, uh, um, Elijah riled up. All I'm saying, Lincoln, that was the name of it. That is what they practiced because they were Hebrews from Ethiopia. They practiced their spirituality and their religious beliefs. It was called Hebrewism. But when those Europeans came in and took over and murdered and killed and stole it, they changed the name to Judaism. Even them and their Yiddish language. This uh, is what these people done, Lincoln. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Thanks for your call. Pharaoh said they're taking credit for building the pyramids. <laughs> All right. Unbelievable. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Looks like uh, Ozzy is up. Ozzy, good morning. What's on your mind today, Ozzy? Hey, good morning, Lincoln. My phone won't let me come off of uh, speaker. That's all right. You sound okay. You sound okay. Hey, um, let me tell, tell the professor that you don't need straw to build pyramids. They were making bricks. And so we're talking about living areas is what the Bible is referring to. Nowhere does it say they were moving stones. I said this to him before. So why does he keep trying to educate us <laughs> on the fact that they were they didn't build the pyramid? Well, I never heard them even say that. I never heard any Jewish people say they build the pyramids. I don't know. Maybe they did. I don't know. But I, he says the Star of David is two upside-down pyramids, and that's a sign that they taking credit for the pyramids. All right, and let's deal with the with what we can imagine with our with with our intellect is that they weren't the same people blonde, blonde hair blue eyes uh israelis that you see today these are people that mingle in and out of africa these were people of color so why not give them credit for whatever it is they done because it was people of color the the nation abraham's children were people of color 
the, the Egyptians were people of color. These are the people that built Egypt. Well, everybody, everybody back then were people of color. And, Except and, for during those that living time, in caves. During that time. I mean, in that area, they were definitely people of color. So let's give credit to the people of color who did whatever they did. We know that they were slaves because we know that the, the Muslims have slaves, and they were uh, people of color and normally darker than them. So let's, let's just be honest when we're talking to the people about whom it was that was spoken about during that period. And you see that even in the, uh, I, don't, I can't pronounce the name, but you just mentioned it, the, uh, the graphic. That, that picture, the people there, yeah. you didn't see no blonde-haired people. So we're talking about whomever it was that did the labor, the design and the architecture and all of that was people of color. All right. And, and so that's all I wanted to say is let's give us the credit. And, Lincoln, I'm also saying to you, let's give us the credit. There, we may have invented flying at one time. I just want to bring this to your attention. <laughs> okay. The Dark I- Ages. Those helicopters you see in, in those tombs, uh, believe me, they came from somewhere else. I'm telling you. Lincoln, they had batteries back in those days. Oh, I got to go, Ozzy. Thanks for your call. Okay. They had batteries. Unbelievable. All right. Oh, hey, you'll love this, uh, Raven. Uh, there's a play that's coming up. It's called Don't Call Me Sis. I mean, C-I-S, you know, when you always say cisgender, cisgender. And this is, I'm aware, Lincoln. And there's a play coming up, and we're going to talk to the people. Don't call me sis. Yeah, I want to find out all about this stuff. Because I only hear it from you, and I want to hear what they have to say. Maybe you can join in. Well, they won't be able to hear you, so you won't be able to join in. But anyway, let's take a break for news, and we'll come back 1230. The buzz. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm so happy to be here tonight 
so glad to be in your wonderful city. And I have a little message for you. And I want to tell every woman and every man. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati. Lincoln, we're with you till one o'clock this afternoon. And yeah, we talked about Tom Brinkman. Uh, calls for a lawsuit to stop the community meetings on the Southern Railway sale. Yeah. So, I still think the meeting will take place. The meeting will take place on Saturday over at the Evanston Community Center right there on Woodburn Avenue, 10 a.m., they're having all kind of forums. Now, this is one thing to say. If you live in the black community and you're not informed, I don't know what to tell you because they got forums going on everywhere. They've got one. They've got another one going on tonight. Um, the Amos Project is having a forum tonight at the Shiloh Seventh-day Adventist Church in Avondale. And... That starts at uh, going from 645 to 9. Now, I don't know how these candidates are going to make all these forums in one night. Maybe some will go to one and some will go to the other. I don't know. Issues and candidates forum. So there's another one for you to be informed. If you don't know what the hell is going on, it's your own fault. Because they've got plenty of forums going on to let you know. Uh, what's the name of that uh, Plaxoid? Plaxlovid? Yeah, Plaxlovid. The COVID-19 drug, Plaxlovid. Pfizer should be ashamed of themselves. The price of a five-day course of Plaxlovid, Pfizer is jumping their price up to $1,390. $1,390. When the company starts to transition to the commercial market. Now, see, they were selling it to the government for like $529 for the five-day course. And now it's more than double when they put it on the commercial market. The government has been distributing this for free since the, since 2021. But beginning in 2024, Pfizer will sell Plaxlovid directly to health insurers, which comes as demand for COVID vaccines and treatments slumps nationwide. Yeah. So they're saying the insurance companies are not going to pay that much for it. And uh, meaning patients will probably have a small or no out-of-pocket cost. Yeah. Pfizer noted that they're working with uh, payers to lower co-pays for patients. So these drug companies, man, just think of all the doses the government bought at $500 for a five-day course. 
529. They bought millions and millions of doses at that price. These drug companies are not hurting for money, that's for sure. It's highway robbery. Highway robbery. I just can't believe it. I mean, geez. Well, an ex-Trump lawyer, Sidney Powell, well, entered a plea of guilty in the Georgia election interference case. Yes. Man. I can't wait for that case to start. And it should be on TV. State case. But I think that's going to be the one case that brings Trump down. The Georgia case. That's going to be the one that gets him. There's no wiggle room out of this one. None at all. None at all. That case will get him. All right, let's go to uh, John. Hey, John, how are you? I'm doing good, Lincoln. How are you? I'm hanging in there, John. What's on your mind? Yeah, I just wanted to make a quick comment on that on that uh, Paxlovid you're, you were just talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, it'll probably work just as well as their, their vaccine. <laughs> I took the Pfizer shot, took their booster, still caught COVID. Yeah. And, you know, our, our first lady... They treated her with that Paxlovid when she had COVID, and as soon as she finished her reg- her, her, her her treatment, she relapsed. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. might work for some people, but yeah, yeah. and man, everybody's body is different. Now, maybe you you did you you took the vaccine and then you got COVID, but it could have been a different strain of COVID, and maybe even <laughs> because you had the vaccine, it didn't buy you didn't get real sick, did you? Oh, God, I've never been so sick in my life, uh, oh, uh, Lincoln. I had the whole nine yards. And, oh, uh, and I had the Delta variant. I, I caught it in December 2021. And, you know, I still have long COVID. I mean, I still have, the, like, the uh, brain fog headache. Yeah, yeah. I still, have the, I still have the insomnia, the weird dreams, and um, and the fatigue. It, it's awful. My, my, my primary care doctor said it'd probably take me two years to get over it. I'm coming up on two years, so hopefully oh, she's right. Man. I tell you. So, yeah, I mean, it, everybody's body is different and it works on some and it may not work on the others. You know, that's just, just it's a roll of the dice. Yep. I understand. Yep. I know. I just know it didn't work for me. Yeah. And and I've called before and you kind of made fun of me because, that's, uh, because I mentioned about how it, uh, it acerbated my arthritis. And you know what? I yeah. went to Beacon Orthopedic uh-huh. and got an injection in my shoulder. Uh-huh. They told me that I'm not the only one that it's done that to. It happened to like one in a hundred people, and that's hundreds of thousands of people. But you know, like you said, uh, it affects different yeah, people yeah. differently. So yeah, I, I just have to be one of the unfortunate yeah, ones. I guess yeah. so. I guess so. So the vaccine, uh, I guess, uh, sparked your arthritis. It flared up your arthritis. Yes, it did. See, what it does, it, it boosts your immune system, and I guess it, like, targeted all my uh, vulnerable areas. And, uh, God, it made me it made me worse than before I had to. I would have never taken it, but uh, 
in the beginning, you know, they said we weren't going to be able to fly. Uh, we weren't going to be uh, able yeah. to go into federal facilities. And I visited, I visited someone in a federal prison. Yes, yes. I yes. was visiting once a month, you know, and, and that was the only reason I took it. Why? All right. Well, John, uh, uh, I guess you're not going to take the booster then. Oh, heck no. I won't take no more shots. <laughs> I took the flu shot, caught the flu. I took COVID <laughs> shot, caught COVID. See, John, your body, you just got a weird body, John. <laughs> I know. I know. And I'll tell you what, Lincoln, ever since I've taken that shot, I, I, I've had COVID, my body, like, rejects everything. I've had to stop drinking coffee with caffeine. What? Oh, man. See, I, yeah, I'm it, glad that didn't it, have that it, effect it, on me. Jeez. I'm glad it didn't have that effect on me. I, don't I know. am, too. I am, too, Lincoln. You're a good guy. All right. Well, John, I appreciate it. And, uh, okay, I, I wish I, I want to tell you to keep taking those shots, but if it does you like that, then maybe you just have to roll the dice. Yep. I'm going to roll them. Thanks, right. Lincoln. Thanks for your call, John. All right. You're All welcome. All right. Oh, man. You know, jeez. Oh, uh, unbelievable. But I don't know. I can't recall. I I, I made fun of him because he said he took the shot. And, you know, he got arthritis. Okay. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But uh, he says no more shots for him. Not even if we have a serious outbreak again of COVID. I don't guess John is going to take the vaccine anymore. I don't guess he's going to take it anymore. So. Good luck, John. I'm about ready to take my my new vaccine shot. I took the flu shot already. I got that. Got my flu shot. I'm good to go there. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. But, yeah, I was just that Pfizer. I mean, when they charge the insurance companies more, then guess what? Uh, you're... Uh, you know, you're working on your job, your insurance rates go up, you know, and Medicare, they have to, you know, I guess they negotiate their low prices. But a person with no insurance or anything like that, they couldn't afford that stuff. Somebody say, I'm a guinea pig by, am I a guinea pig for taking the flu shot? I don't think so. I don't think so. Am I a guinea pig for going to take the new updated COVID vaccine? Yeah, I did take the shingles vaccine. I took the pneumonia vaccine. I've taken all those vaccines. I'm a walking vaccine. I've taken them all. Shingles, pneumonia. All of them. And I'm still walking around. I'm still walking around. But what can you say? They they make it sound like you're crazy if you don't take it. Oh, you're, you're just risking this if you don't take it. And even with the shingles vaccine, you still... It's not 100% that you're not going to get shingles. It's like 50-50. Even if you take the vaccine for shingles, you still could get it. 
So, uh, yeah. No, I haven't taken the distemper vaccine. <laughs> Bo has his, but not me. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's uh, take a break, and then we'll come back. It's the Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. 1230 WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln Ware in the studio with me. I've got uh, uh, three people who are in a play that's coming up called Don't Call Me Sis. And uh, I'm always on Raven's case about she's always saying cisgender, cisgender. I'm like, what is this cis stuff? (laughs) Anyway, so uh, uh, your name, please give us your name. I am Bobby Bean. Okay, move into the mic. You got to move into the mic. I am Bobby Michelle Bean. I'm Duante Harden. I am Tyson Carter. And I am Ariel Underwood. All right, tell us about this. uh, 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 First of all, what is cis? What is cis? So cis is actually... Okay, turn the mic all the way around to you. So cis is actually the term used for people who identify as what is known as their original gender. So natural-born women and natural-born men are considered cisgender. Okay, so... I guess I'm cisgender, huh? Yes, hey, sis. Is that what that means? I don't know. I am I'm not. I'm just woman. To you a million so. times over. <laughs> I want to add to that. Cisgender is a term that was placed on. Yeah. Um, that's come about later in what since yeah, 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you just you, if you're born a man and you identify as a man, you're cis. If you're born a woman, identify as a woman, you're cis. To some. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Some. Now, how, who, who came up with the play? Why did you decide to do the play? So Bobby Bean and Ariel Underwood Productions is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> a couple years ago, we came out with two plays, Through Blind Eyes and, and um, um, Homegirl Holiday. And um, from there, it, it was it was a blessing to be able to work with Ariel. So once we did those plays, I started working on a play called Sister and a book called Sister. And it was to be a rendition of Sparkle, sort of, because my family emulates that. I mean, it's just mm. so many connections to draw from, but it was going to be from my sister's perspective, my oldest sister's perspective. At the same time, all of this um, gender dialogue started taking place and these debates and all of this stuff, and it just started resonating in my spirit. And I kept saying, well, dang, Lord, was you trying to tell me sis and not sister? Was you trying to tell me <laughs> sis and not sister? Yeah. yeah. And so I started running this stuff in my head and running this this uh, play in my head. And then Ariel called and she said, Aunt Bobby, I want to do a play about yeah. <laughs> this, the gender debates and so forth and yeah. so on. And that was she was my confirmation. I was her confirmation. And from there, it was like, yeah, and I'm and we're going to call it Don't Call Me Sis. And it's going to start in the bathroom and blah, blah, blah. And we just from there, it just okay. went on. So. Okay. Now, uh, where is the play and when? Uh, let's let's go over here. Wh- wh- when does the play start, and uh, you know how can people get tickets uh, if they want to go to the play and move into that mic? You got to move into the mic. Okay, so the play is October twenty sixth, twenty seventh, twenty eighth, and the twenty ninth. Yes. Um, we have a show Friday. We have a show, two shows Saturday, um, and a show Sunday, and of course a show Thursday. Um, if you go to Eventbrite, you can definitely look it up. Don't call me sis uh, and get all the information with the times and all of that good stuff. And um, if you go to our personal pages, you can also scan the QR code from the flyers that we have and click on who you're coming to see and all that good stuff. 
But the play is definitely going to be phenomenal. It's an eye-opener to a lot of stuff with people who don't understand what cisgender is or maybe a little confused, but this is definitely an eye-opener and a show that must be seen. All right. And let me just say, go to bobbybean.com. Bobbybean.com has a link to Don't Call Me Sis, and that's where you can support your favorite actor and or actress. So. That's another outlet. I like that name, Bobby Bean. Thank you. It's It's my daddy's. It's something about that name. Now, how many people are in the play? Six people are in the play. We have six different characters, um, all amazing. Um, We have three men and three women, right? Yeah. Well, two men. Two men and four women, rather. I'm sorry. Um, And we're ready to show up on stage and show out and get this message out and get the conversation started. All right, now this is at the uh, Community Arts Center up there in Fairfield, Fairfield, Ohio, 411 uh, Wessel Drive in Fairfield, and uh, October 26th through the 29th. Now, what do you plan on achieving? I guess you want people to get a full understanding of all this craziness that's out there, people calling people this, this, and that, and this, and this, and you trans, and this, and all that stuff. You'll make some sense of it all. It's, it's an opportunity to reaffirm it's an opportunity to reaffirm birthright identity and it's okay to reaffirm birthright identity it's an opportunity to for me personally it's an opportunity to let women know that you do not have to redefine yourself to define somebody else that's a big thing with me but it's also an opportunity again mm-hmm. to open up we didn't want to make it one-sided yeah. we wanted an opportunity for every voice to be heard yeah. so we did a lot of research um, put in a lot of work to make sure that all sides could be presented yeah. but we also want you to laugh we want you to cry it's a little yeah. bit of everything in that thing yeah. so we're super excited at how we were able to put this together and start the dialogue were you shocked at some of the research you came up with uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's, go, let's go. Let's hear from Ariel. No, yeah, for sure. Um, this is actually a subject that's really dear to my heart. I definitely resonate with this community. And for me, it was really just about not making sure that I wasn't disrespecting my friends, like, you know, on both sides of the gender fence. And just also allowing people to be educated in it. I tell people, I talked to my dad about that. I said, Dad, I'm talking about cisgender. And he's like, what are you trying to say about your sister? And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not trying to say anything about my sister. Yeah. But it's just the fact, I think that some people who are a part of the LGBT community just um, need to give themselves uh, need to give other people grace and mercy when it comes to trying to understand this because yeah. again it's very new to a lot of people and to some like our older our older generation you know they not to say they stuck in their ways but they used to what they learned in their science yeah. book you know yeah. so yeah. this is something that I feel like all of us need to be able to hear but we also need to be able to give each other the patience to allow us to understand and not feel like I need to get upset when somebody doesn't understand yeah Absolutely. I, I think uh, and I think the people who get the most uh, um, criticism and all this are the transgenders. Seem like they're in the news more and they're being discriminated against more than anybody. Do you think and, that? And honestly, I, 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 I do feel like that, that it, it is like that because I think that a lot of people are seeing it more. I think with social yeah. media, um, transgenders didn't just get here. You know, uh, uh, people of the LGBTQ community didn't, didn't just get here, but social media has given people who aren't necessarily should be the ones talking about it a platform. <laughs> yeah. And it's allowed a lot of people to feel triggered or allow a lot of people to feel slighted. And I think with this play where we're trying to just open open people's eyes to it with comedy and, and, and out of love. Because yeah. with us, our message is always to do God's work. 
And it's always about allowing people to get their opportunity to speak, but then also allowing us the opportunity to share our art. So we just hope everybody respects everybody's idea and respects everybody's um opinion of what they are and what they want to be but there are some people that don't want to be called cisgender and we just speaking up for them all right and with cancel culture turn that mic all the way around to you with cancel culture being so prominent now it's it's oftentimes hard to get those ideas and thoughts across and one of the things that i'm passionate about with which will come out and don't call me sis is when we remove the physical attributes the type of danger that we then present for those who are unprotected mm -hmm. um when you start seeing um for example people who were born uh, male per and, and participated in a sport, for example, the year before they decided, okay, now I want to identify as female. You mm -hmm. were dominating this sport. Now you come and you dominate the female sport, which we had to fight to get the female sport in the first place. And now you're dominating this. And now our opportunities are being, there's just a lot more, yeah. in my opinion, that needs to be said. Yeah. When little girls can go in a restroom and now they might accidentally see something that they didn't need to see, you know, I, I just think there's a lot more, but cancel culture won't allow you to feel that way. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, I okay, I do. That's how I feel. And, well, and it's something that needs to be addressed and talked about. Now, I do have issues with one. I don't think if you were born a male, I don't care what kind of hormones and things you take, I don't think you should be able to participate in female sports. Exactly. I, I just I just don't think right. it's fair. Especially when you have examples like, um, I can't remember the two ladies' names, but we make a lot of reference to articles that did happen um, in the United States within the last couple of years, and there was an MMA fighter that broke a woman's brain, like, mm. that crushed her brain just from, just from fighting her. And it's like, I get that you take hormones, but again, hormones are really putting fat on top of the muscles that you already have after you went through puberty at 12 years old. So, you know, a lot of the people that are transitioning after they went through yeah. puberty are really the ones that are kind of like making it dangerous for women who will never be yeah. able to compete against you in yeah. your strength. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, the play once again, October 26th through the 29th. Yes. Don't call me sis. Where can they get tickets? Uh, give that rundown on how people can get tickets again. Who wants to do that? Okay, you got Eventbrite, don't call me sis. You got BobbyBean.com, don't call me sis. And that's an opportunity to support your favorite actor and actress. You have, you can reach out to the um, actors individually to get tickets. And then at the box office at Fairfield Community Arts Center. Let me just say, y'all don't have the um, show starting a half hour late. <laughs> get your tickets in advance, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is the opportunity. We want you to show up. We want show you to show out, out. show out. So if we have to start a half hour late, dang it, we will but please yeah. get your tickets in advance you know how cincinnati i do. hate uh <laughs> having to stand up uh and let somebody get their seat while the play is going on yeah. See, in New York, they don't let you do that. Yeah, if you're I'm not there, Brooklyn, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I heard well, I had, well, you got to say it's New York. <laughs> yeah, if, if you don't get there at Curtain, it, you don't get right. in to an intermission. Right. Yeah. And just to, just to touch on that, too, you guys, we really try to start on time. If it's one thing that I have loved since doing this for, like, now the past eight years, is I really want us as a community to realize what it means to be on time for each other. It's not just about letting it start on time, but it's also about the respect for the actors. And also just to talk about why she's saying to go to bobbybean.com and get these tickets because these actors are making money off of this show too if it's one thing that's huge to me my daddy always said if they make you sweat they better cut you a check and we want to be able to give the opportunity for people to be professional actors which means you are being paid for your time so y'all please come out and support us please come out and support these actors most of our actors are brand new and when i tell you they're killing it they are yeah. killing it and if you saw through blind eyes a homegirl holiday you know what we coming with All right. All right. <laughs>
<laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for Thanks joining for me this us. morning. We appreciate thank it. You. Thank we appreciate you. Thank you. We appreciate it. And uh, I'm look, I might want to come check that out. Oh, yeah. Please, please do. Please do. Yeah. We'll check it out. All We're right. give you something to talk about. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. Fine. I'll come check it out. We know you stay talking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 1230. The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln. Where with you? It's Thursday, and uh, Louise, we're coming to you in a minute. First, let's go to the Dukester to find out what's cooking at the Dukester on a Thursday, Free Side Thursday. Go ahead, Dukester. Hey, good morning, Lincoln. And what's up, Buzz listeners? And welcome to Free Side Thursday at the Dukester. Of course, got a great menu for you today. But first, if you're looking for a great time this Saturday night from eight until twelve. Have you have your tickets for the Unspoken Divas Social Club's Black Sorry Dance? Again, that's this Saturday night at the Phillips Event Center located at 1364 Spring Lawn Avenue. If you need those tickets, give me a call or stop by and get your tickets at the Dukester. It's going to be a ball, y'all. Now the Dukester's menu for today is our Salisbury Steak Meal with mashed potatoes and gravy and mixed vegetables. Or check out our grilled chicken with cornbread dressing and green beans. Also on our menu today is a Scrum Dillyumptious Barbecue Rib Tips with baked beans and potato salad. But my pick for today, Lincoln, is our grilled or deep-fried catfish fillets with candied yams and fried corn. Folks, when the hungries hit you, head straight for the Dukester. Have a blessed day, everybody. We'll talk at you later, Lincoln. All right, that's the Dukester right there in the Summit Plaza on Reading Road. Check that out. Watch out for those speed bumps. Going down uh, Reading Road through Rose Line. Slow down. That's what they're, they're there to slow down. Some people do not slow down. They just keep going over the. I And I know I make people mad, but I'm slowing down. I don't want my car hitting those speed bumps, rattling and all. Yeah. It's not good for your car. <laughs> slow down, folks. Slow down. The speed bumps are there for you to slow down. And some pe- and the, it's the hoopties. It's the people with the raggedy cars that don't slow down. They're like, yeah, I can't tear this car any more than it already is. Why slow down? Why slow down? Folks, that's what they're there for, for you to slow down. Unbelievable. All right, let's move along. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Louise, how you doing? Okay, good morning. What's going on, Miss Louise? You were talking about the COVID. Yeah. I got my COVID shot yesterday over at Mars, and I drove myself over there and drove myself back home. Well, that's good. And I already had had my flu shot. All right. You're doing good. I mean, uh, you're driving that. What what are you driving? Mercedes? Is that a Mercedes you drive? Well, I'm driving the Mini Cooper. My son came over here and took my Mercedes. Oh, boy. That son of yours. Tell him he needs to behave himself. (laughs) Leave your stuff alone. He took my Mercedes. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm driving the Mini Cooper. That's okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Miss Louise, you take it easy. And, uh, um, hey, don't let that COVID get you down. I'm not. I hear you. Okay. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. That's Miss Louise.
And how old is she? She's like 90-something, and she's still driving. Anywhere she wants to go, she just get in that car and drive. Yes. She gets in that car, and Miss Louise will go. <laughs> All right. She got a Mercedes and a Mini Cooper. Mercedes and a Mini Cooper. And her son's driving the Mercedes. Unbelievable. All right, 749-1230-513 is the area code. Yeah, I will probably be at the um at the Saturday morning. I'll have the um League of Women Voters, Hamilton County Voters Guide. I'll have some to pass out to folks there on Saturday morning. How about that? So if you see me, ask me for one of these Hamilton County voter guides. If you, I tell you, it tells you everything about the candidates, tells you everything about the issues and all kind of stuff. It's, you just can't beat it to find out information on issues and candidates. The League of Women Voters Cincinnati area, Hamilton County Voters Guide, nonpartisan voter information. So I'll have some limited supply. So uh, see me Saturday morning. I'll be there at the Evanston Community Council. Maybe I'll see Miss Mrs. R might be over there. Mrs. Randolph. Yeah, but the you can't beat these for information. I'm telling you. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. So look for me. I'll be the good-looking guy with the bald head. What does uh uh, what's his name? Oh, God, he does a commercial, and he, he he says people with hair, something, he, he dogs them out. What's his name? Not Drake, but um, Common. Common does the commercial where he's talking to himself. And he said, bald head is beautiful, something like that. Yeah, it's Common. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. And hopefully the meeting will take place on Saturday. <laughs> Let's hope it takes place. Was Brinkman just threatening? Was he threatening to file the lawsuit to stop it? Or what? But as far as I know, they're still happening. <laughs> yeah. They're still happening. All right. Let's go to my good friend. I think I saw her at the KZ Smith's uh, anniversary. I believe she was there. Was that you, Pastor Leslie Jones? Yes, it was see, Lincoln Ware. It was me. See, you were so dressed up. 
I didn't hardly recognize you. <laughs> yes, I was. I was. I think it's been the, maybe the first time I've been out um, in a in a in a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I kind of um, had some medical things going on and just had to take a little step back. And so um, when I kind of showed up, I've lost a lot of weight. People were like, "Wow." Where you been? <laughs> yeah, I hardly recognize you. I said, I think that was Leslie Jones. I think that was it her. was me. Yeah, okay. All right. And I'm still trying to make it out to your church. I still got to get out there. Well, you're welcome anytime, 1230 on Sundays. And, you know, if you want to do a, a back-to-back double, you can come at 10 a.m. Uh, Pastor Nelson Pierce uh, and Beloved Community Church, they meet in the same space. Yeah, I want to see you. I want to see you preach. I want to see you preach. <laughs> All right. Well, give me a heads up so I'll make sure that I, I really, uh, you know, put it on that day. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, great. But I wanted to give you a call. You're talking about the uh, League of Women Voters Guide. And um, I am the new uh, director over the Amos Project, which we have now expanded to go statewide across the state of Ohio. And we are having a candidates forum tonight at uh, Shiloh Seventh-day Adventist Church in um, Avondale at 3660 Washington Avenue, um, starting at 645 this evening. Uh, we'll have uh, people there talking about issue 1, 2, 22, and 24, as mm-hmm. well as uh, council candidates and uh, school board candidates tonight. And we really put this together, um, you know, for... Uh, for there to be a faith-based forum, for there to be a place where people of faith can come out and be a part and really uh, send that message that we are watching, we are listening, we are being informed voters. So I wanted to, you know, just uh, share that with you today and share with the audience. All right. I mean, there's a lot of forums going on, and uh, people need to catch one of them somewhere so they get all the information. They'll see the candidates. They'll talk about the issues and all kind of stuff, you know, so that's great. That's right. That's right. It's important that we be informed. Yes. That's the one message that I'm really trying to push, um, you know, is that we're informed voters. We're not just voting because we see somebody's picture or name on a card or we see a particular party that is supporting something, but that we really get the information for ourselves and make informed decisions. So hope uh, you come out tonight, and we will have some of those voter guys as well. Okay. And okay. Uh, just come out and see us, and you can see my great weight loss. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I hardly recognize you. And I'm like, <laughs> is that, uh, it looks like somebody looks like her. I don't know, <laughs> you know. All right, but it was good to see you. And uh, like I say, I got to come to your church. They tell me you can preach. That's what they tell well, me. Well, come on. I, I do I do my best. All right. We'll check right. it out. Talk to Take you later. Take care. All right. Uh, that's uh, Pastor Leslie Jones. And uh, I got to check her out. I, I meant to ask her, how long does her services last? That's key. You know, how long does church service last at her church up there? I don't know. Let's see if she says like two hours. And then I might might get there an hour late if it lasts two hours. But hopefully she can get up there and preach the gospel. And uh, it don't take long for you to get the word out. To give the people the word. It don't take two hours. It don't take an hour even. You can do it in 45 minutes. Give them the word. 
while they're still concentrating. After so long, you lose them. And it's at 1230. It have to be on a Sunday when the Bengals, well, maybe this Sunday might be perfect because the Bengals are off this week. But I can't go at 1230 on a day the Bengals play at 1. I can't make it there unless I wait to after football season. But I got to come out there and just check her out. All right. Let's uh, take a break and then we'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. 1230 WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. And, I, you know, I think uh, it's the social media that makes people negative. They feel like they have to be negative for people to pay attention to what they're saying. They can't be positive on social media. If you're negative, then people respond or comment on what you're saying. If you're positive, everybody just, you know, they don't say anything. They agree with you, but silently agree. So people have to be negative to get attention. That's the way I see it. All this social media stuff. It's unbelievable. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Let's go to Marcus, then Vaughn. Marcus, what's on your mind today? Hey, how you feeling, my brother? I'm hanging in there, Marcus. What's up? Hey, that's always a beautiful thing. Hey, I was uh, just thinking about all the stuff that's going on right now, man. It's just it's it's just crazy how much bad information that we get. Like, uh, you know, the, the Israel thing. I mean, I... Um, when they supposed to bomb the hospital, that that was insane, man. That anybody would accuse Israel of doing that when they haven't even started their ground war yet. You well, know, I mean. Well, I mean, you can accuse them. I mean, that that's where you first thought it came from was Israel. No, I mean, you didn't. You you realize that you know anybody who's ever been really in the military and really. New uh, logistics, new intelligence, new in any of the things that go on. That would be the last thing that Israel would do. They they they've done so much to get the world with them. Why would they bomb a, a they hospital? Were, they and were so the, mad the, that they came over into Israel and killed all their innocent uh, children and women, men, women, and children, innocent children, and you know, shooting them down at a concert. They were so mad. To, I, I, you know, you don't know what they might do. No, man, that, but that's just the thing about it. Israel is getting ready to go through there, and like we said before, they you pray for them and then you kill them. You hope that they understand that, you know, uh, they ain't going to get them seven virgins. It's probably like a, uh, a old Austrian dude up in there who, who's transgender. You ain't never going to get that seven virgins, and you got to have some people to try to pray for you so you, you understand that it ain't happening. And that's what they're telling them young boys. But, Lincoln Ware, you have to look at the fact that Israel is trying to go through there to clean that place out. And once they clean it out, it'll be good. There's no way in the hell they would ever do anything that would... Well, look, uh, all the people in Gaza, people who live in the, the Gaza Strip there, they're not wealthy people. Right. And they depend on Israel for everything. And so, I mean, 
if you really look at, I, I don't know whether Biden is lying or who's lying about where the rocket came from and all this stuff. I, I don't know if we'll ever know, but yeah, we 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 know Lincoln. I mean, because it does. There's no absolutely no uh, way that Israel would do that from a military standpoint. Well, why would why would uh, uh, Hezbollah? Uh, uh, why would they want to blow up the very hospital that they need? Because it, it's doing what it's doing. It's confusing people, and they're uh, basically, they, you know, it's like uh, you're sending a suicide bomb in there. You say, look, you know, we'll kill, you know, three, 400 people, and then we'll have uh, the world against Israel. So that's what's going on right there. And, you know, Israel is doing what Israel needs to do. I mean, they're going in there. They're going to clean the Hezbollah out. And then the Palestinians will be able to live a decent life. But the thing that disturbed me was when Black Lives Matter, which is not a black group, it's a uh, gay group that basically uses us to uh, uh, do that thing. I mean, they, they put a, a, a thing out there where they had like a, a, a dude flying over into uh, Israel to kill people, you know, and and that's supposed to have been a Black Lives Matter poster from Chicago. And, and I'm telling you, folks, y'all got to stop letting these gay men use <laughs> us like this. Really? Oh, I Marcus, mean, look, I at where, look, at, look at what's happening, I bro. I think you need to go see that play, Marcus. That play. What play? The people I just had on, Don't Call Me Sis. I think you need but to go see where, that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know them people because <laughs> the devil got them. Oh I'm talking God. to y'all oh, from geez. a godly perspective. Like I said, man shall not lay with man. It ain't say nothing about women. Nothing about women because the Bible is definitive. So is that it okay? That means that it's okay then if it didn't say nothing about women? Right, because women are not a threat. It's the men that are a threat. The men that are doing this stuff like the uh, the thing that they did, they want, they want Jews to believe that blacks are against them. And FBI did the same thing with Jesse Jackson. When Jesse Jackson started attacking Jews, that's when our relationship went bad. Well, so, you, Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, looking back at it, you might have a point there. I don't know for sure, but... And that was his downfall right there when he uh, called it uh, Jaime Town. Uh, right. That was, that was it like wasn't, the it downfall. Wasn't his downfall. Look, look at all the corporations that's kept giving him money. You know, that wasn't his downfall. That's the FBI told him to do something. He made sure he got money. And our relationship with Jews went, you know, went south because they thought it was a black thing where it was like the Black Lives Matter thing oh where, you know, they, they, they have control over our um, appointed. Now, understand, our appointed people out front. You know, we didn't choose them. The media chose them. The, whoever chose them, they put them out front. Now, the, the, the lesbian chicks that started it, you know, they tried to say something. But, hell, uh, Hillary Clinton now was damn near on the verge of putting them all in jail. Remember <laughs> that? Oh, my God. Marcus, I hear Lincoln, really, what? really. You don't remember when that girl confronted, uh, the one lesbian chick confronted Hillary Clinton, and the next thing you know, she was being basically uh, prosecuted, ah, and then man. she backed off. 
I can't. I don't remember that. I don't know. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I, I ain't got nothing but love for you, brother. I'm, I'm like my man. <laughs> Thanks I ain't for your got call. nothing but love for you. Marcus, I got to run for news. Thanks for your call. Uh, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Can I ever have a conversation without him bringing up homosexuals or lesbian or something like that? It's unbelievable. Uh, let's take a break, and we'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. 